sacred rituals, and a cosmic community to enchant your mystical life. This podcast feels like soulful conversations by the fire and under the desert stars. As if you are hanging with your best friends, talking about purpose, the cosmos, and the divine journey we are all on. My name is Anna Alic, and this is the Topanga Moon Podcast. podcast. If you're new to the space, welcome to the Topanga Moon community. It's moon loving, desert loving, love loving community. I'm so excited for you to be here and join us on this spiritual podcast. And happy love month. Today I am going to dive into all things love my love story, love rituals. Um, Yeah, it's going to be a really beautiful, open conversation. And the first time I've ever really going in depth or talking about it. And I thought, what better time and place to do that than right before Valentine's Day? Whether or not you celebrate it, um, I think we can celebrate love any day of the week, any time of the year. It really doesn't need a day, but it is fun to, you know, have a day where you can celebrate. One of my closest friends, her birthday is on Valentine's Day, and I thought, oh, wouldn't that be awesome if your birthday was Valentine's Day? It just feels so beautiful to have that. And... I'm usually, I love February. Like I love this time of year. I think it's because we're over January and February seems more magical. We're not kind of in the going into spring weird weather. And I just really love the vibrations of February and Aquarius because we're still in Aquarius season. And I love this love month. It's just always been something that I enjoyed even though for basically most of my life I have been pretty much single and I'm going to get into my whole journey and everything like that today. Today is the day so I hope you have something to drink while you're listening to this podcast. I am having a coffee. I just watched the sunset. I'm out in the country still. I have one of my candles going and I'm just creating the mood. Normally, I would be drinking some wine or some other beverage (laughs) as I'm speaking to you, but I really needed some coffee. I went for a very long walk in the woods and the cold weather made me quite tired, so coffee it is. All right, let's just dive in. So my love story. If you would have listened to, I think one of the, basically the very first episode of the Shepang Moon podcast, we talk a little bit about that journey and how this theme of love kept on coming through when we were on our road trip. And 
then on the third episode which is my solo trip to Croatia another big theme of love and healing my um, limiting beliefs when it came to love and relationships and I really do believe that we all come here uh, to this planet with certain lessons and things that we've come to learn and master and really accept and love about ourselves and I think love for me is one of the big ones it's never been health it's never been you know things like that but it's always been about um, getting down to feeling whole and authentic and worthy of having love come into my life and when I talk about that I'm really talking about self-love because that is the thing that we all must master first before anything else. I think it's the greatest love story that you can have is the love story that you have with yourself. Really loving yourself. Really being your own best friend. Really being your own divine partner. That is the most beautiful and sacred place to begin. And that is where my journey led me. It was this journey of loving myself and being my own divine partner first and it took me a really long time and I'm still on that journey and I think that we can always be learning and growing and continuously be on that journey there's always more to know but I've always known since I was quite young that I came here to understand love and to figure out how to call in love and Every single test or trial or theme in my life has gone back to it. All of my writings, uh, my muses, my just the things that I've always been gravitating towards always been this pursuit of love. And which is kind of funny because for the most part, I wasn't one of those people who are um, always in relationships. You know that there's like some people that are constantly go from one to the other I was actually the opposite I was always the one that was not in a relationship and if I ever had a relationship it was always very very short very brief really fast and furious and I'll touch upon (laughs) one of those today um so I was definitely the hopeless romantic you know always searching for love always wanting love always thinking that I needed it to um, make me feel like I was whole and wanted and loved and it comes from you know all of our limiting beliefs come from experiences we have in our childhood and possibly even generational um, traumas that have been passed down and I know that I came here to learn about it Um, and there's no judgment you know I don't want to go back and look at all of the things that I've done in the past um, because it's brought me to this place right now it's brought me to this feeling of um, finally like feeling good in it and more secure and just happy and content um and more in flow of my life and really living day to day and searching for the beautiful bliss and harmony and balance with it all and that was not 
always the case. It was always really a wild ride when it came to partnership. But yeah, this is this is what I came here to learn. And this year has really been kind of the culmination of that. Also, the beautiful gift of finding love and before that, not needing to find it and really feeling whole and secure and happy within my own world. So that was the greatest lesson. That moment was like the most beautiful opening doorway, I believe, to all the blessings that I got to experience after. So when I was growing up, um, I kind of came to realize, and if you know anything about attachment styles, I think it's really cool to learn, you know, all these different things that may describe us. Um, I don't hold too tightly to all of these definitions because I think we are such dynamic, complex people and we have to go through different seasons for a reason and different things to, you know, master the lesson, go through the tests. But I would say I had kind of a combination of an anxious attachment and an avoidant attachment. So what does that mean, anxious attachment of feeling like somebody was slipping away so I need to like anxiously hold on to them and that, you know, manifested in me trying to make myself always look as beautiful as I can and um, go out of my way to do things for other people, basically become this you know, constant giver or constant um, needing the validation and approval through external things that I would do. And a lot of that had to do with looks and different things or needing or being the most charming, the most fun, just like the best, bestest version of myself um, I possibly could. And then also avoidant attachment, which means, um, you know, you kind of, in a way, just avoid and and uh if someone's not giving you what you deem that you need in that moment you're just kind of like okay cool bye like I don't need you and just instead of like work through and be in the moment so definitely had a combination of both of those mixed with you know various other things because like I said we are dynamic human beings um, but for many years I worked on these limiting beliefs I had the um, beautiful conscious awareness through a spiritual awakening that kind of happens when most people get their spiritual awakenings which is um, in your late 20s when you're going through your Saturn return and really seeing my patterns for what they were seeing what I created within my own life taking ownership of that and going on the journey of starting to heal it um, and starting to make different choices and different patterns and that came with a lot of tests <laughs> because I truly wasn't getting the lesson so I had to go through it over and over and over again jump into the fire jump into a new relationship or fling or whatever um, get burned and then continue the pattern again and what I realized through that whole journey is that this constant need for a partner or this constant need for something else to validate my own happiness was the thing that was not 
um, allowing me to just be happy and whole and secure within myself. And that's really when things shifted. And I think I've heard that so many times, but unless you are in the situation, unless you're living the experiences and really going through everything, and sometimes you have to go through it. Like sometimes you have to just have those experiences and learn the lessons that you need to learn in that moment sometimes you have to date the shitty person that treats you badly in order to really get it and be like oh wow I don't want to do that again I don't want to experience that again um and also I want to have a a beautiful acknowledgement that we are all co-creators in this experience that we can't really blame anybody else ourselves it's all perspective it's all the journey and it's all leading you to where you are today or where you are in the future and I'm so happy where I am in this moment and I'll continuously grow and evolve and I love the woman that I was trying to work my way through all of these experiences and I had fun you know sometimes I had a lot of fun so (laughs) there's that part too um but yeah we create we create these things and sometimes you have to go through these lessons to to really um learn and grow and become the beautiful beings that we are Ah, so I want to talk about basically this past year and the, it kind of, this whole year for me brought me, um, my divine partner that I am currently with. And I was really excited to share this story because I knew that like many years ago if I was a person listening into a podcast and feeling like I needed some inspiration or some hope or some you know just hear some of these stories to just see that you can keep going in that um, it's always possible and I just want to be that person now because I learned from so many other people through their stories through their shares And I'm so grateful for all of the different books that I read or stories that I heard that kind of gave me that hope and that inspiration that it was always possible for me too. So now I want to share that with other people and share what I've learned and and how it happened and my journey to this point right now because I know it's so valuable for other people to hear and I want you all to know if you are on the pursuit of a divine partnership that it's possible if you feel like you are meant to have a partner within this lifetime a divine partner then it exists it already exists and it's just about the right timing of it and the lessons that you need to go through in your own soul's journey but I truly believe that if you feel that it is for you then it is for you and 
I just want to remind you of that because for so long I thought, okay, maybe I'm just the person that's not supposed to have a partner, but why do I want it so badly? Um, and at the same time, it's you can create your divine partner within yourself. And that is something that I really learned and really had to embrace. And it wasn't until I fully embodied it and fully could um, accept that truth for myself. But I had to like live it out. I had to go through my journey. I had to go through, you know, three years of um, hoping and praying for this, you know, other relationship to work out, which it it didn't and it wasn't supposed to um I had to go through that heartbreak and the grief and I had to like be in it for as long as I my soul needed to do it and it wasn't until it finally shifted for me and that just takes time and it takes grace and it takes patience and just um a true loving for yourself that it's a long journey here and um we're not done yet you know you're not done yet I'm not done yet there's so much more to do but it's all possible and love exists and love is so possible and if you want it then it it exists for you and I believe that wholeheartedly so my journey kind of I mean I'm not gonna get into every single (laughs) um you know relationship that I had but it's really interesting because there is this book that I came across I was listening to a podcast I love listening to podcasts about this and this book that I heard and it's called you only fall in love three times and when I first I was like what how I mean that can't be right and like this is just you know a really I think it's an interesting book and it's definitely worth a read I think everybody's journey is so unique so you can't really quantify it but when I heard that I was like well I'm already had two loves so does that mean there's one more (laughs) and if that is true then I guess I am in my third and um yeah you only fall in love three times so check that book out if it intrigues you but uh, there's no perfect timeline. There's no, um, you can fall in love as many times as you like, or as little as you like, or maybe just once. But uh, I think it's an interesting perspective. And uh, I guess it happened for me. So <laughs> I guess it was true for me. And I'm in the third one. But so I'm going to talk about the, the second one a little bit, because that's where my I needed to be shaken up I think I needed to my path to be um, redirected again for me to get to the place that I'm in right now and I'm going to share a little bit of my stories and then I'm going to get into some love rituals for you so it's not going to be all stories but um, I think these stories are are powerful and Um, can maybe shed some light on maybe some of the things that you're going through. So the second one, and uh, within this conversation, because I always love to just speak on my perspective of how my life went, and I know other people are involved, and I'm never going to name names or anything like that, because I think that it's important to just for my own self 
and it's just the way that I like to approach it. I really respect everyone's stories and journeys and I want to make sure that I'm just kind of sharing things that I felt or experienced because I cannot speak for other people and I cannot speak for even if it's somebody else that was in a relationship with me but um, I had a a relationship that was very short-lived and it was kind of one of those like fast and furious you think you've met the person um, you fall deep head over heels it's very Um, It was just like so ignited and so explosive and instant and, you know, in that moment, it was almost like we just didn't care what anyone thought. It was, you know, from an outside perspective, it'd be like, oh, wow, you're moving so fast or it's like, um, you know, doing all these things and I don't believe in timelines, but it definitely was a really... um, intense relationship from the beginning and I was like wow I've you know I've met the person and this is beautiful and amazing and one of the the biggest I guess hurdles for that relationship was distance we didn't live in the same place and um, this person was constantly traveling for work and lived somewhere really far away and also it didn't make sense for me to go to that place um it was just long distance from the beginning and really presented its own challenges um there were some other things that you know he was still not able to move on from or let go of that also was like a you know a big part of why it just didn't work out for us and I really think that one was kind of like a karmic relationship where it came in to um, jolt me awake. I think I was like not on my path, my right path in that moment. I wasn't making great decisions for myself. Um, I kind of dove into this thing and it was just all about that very short-lived relationship. And I'm talking like three months, even though I knew this person for many years before that. Uh, the relationship was only three months, which really, it doesn't matter. Um, even if you have a th- like a two-week relationship, it can affect you. I don't believe in timelines or anything like that. I think time is such an interesting, <laughs> I don't even want to get into it, but it's interesting to think about that. And where we've it really started to become aware that the relationship wasn't moving forward and um was coming to a close and these are things that I've really learned about myself was when we went to Hawaii which is so intriguing to me because Hawaii is the heart chakra of the world and I think the energies of Hawaii will really make you come to terms and be aware and bring out your authenticity and it was almost like the perfect storm to really see what wasn't working and why you know shortly after that like pretty much a week after we got back from Hawaii that we went our separate ways but in Hawaii I was seeing this total anxious attachment 
Um, I wasn't acting like myself. I knew that he was pulling away and I did everything I possibly could to hold on to this relationship that just was not working and I guess just wasn't supposed to as much as I just want like wanted to will it into existence um I did oh man it was just so interesting to see myself now and to look back on the things that I did while I was there I was so obsessed with trying to make myself look extremely beautiful and um be the most charming with his group of friends and just be the most accommodating like oh whatever you want to do I just turned into this person that was completely people pleasing super accommodating and needed to be perfection in every sense because it was my old mechanisms of trying to hold on to something trying to attach to somebody because I could feel the energies instead of just having the honest conversation I did all of these performative things like I felt like I was just like performing every single day to be this incredible version of myself which then loses all of your authenticity you lose who you actually are the person that the you know why that person was attracted to you in the first place and it was a major lesson for me as I look back um and you know I had to go through it I had to experience what it was like to do that I mean I remember we were staying in this like off the grid cabin in Maui and there was like it was like solar powered and like the electricity was so weak and I was trying desperately to curl my hair one day to go for a walk like that's where I was at and it was it's funny now but in the moment it definitely um it definitely didn't feel funny but it was just this way for me to maintain some sort of like control and like the irony is like we cannot control we can just only find happiness within ourselves and oh man I um I remember also I we would be like oh man like sitting on the beach and I would be listening to like every single self-help book I could on audiobook because I just wanted to like I don't know get rid of this anxious feeling I had do you ever get that anxious feeling where you know there's like you know something is wrong it's like the woman's intuition or just like let's say intuition in general I think everyone has intuition but things were coming up and I had this intuitive voice just telling me that things weren't right and nobody wanted to talk about it nobody wanted to like bring it up and really share what was going on it was just this like dance the whole time and trying to not address the like the elephant in the room essentially and even one day I remember I was being I was so upset and like I'm in Hawaii this is like a place I've wanted to go forever this should be the most romantic incredible time ever and we did have moments of that I'm not saying that it was all I still am like so grateful for that experience and having to go through all that I would do it again but I remember this one day I was just feeling so low and so sad 
because there was this intuitive voice knowing that all this anxiety and like I've learned that kind of like the intense butterflies anxious feeling you get is not really love it's your body telling you that there should be something to like protect you from and that was a huge revelation for me I was like what all of those times that I thought that like the crazy like nauseous butterfly feeling was a good thing when it was actually my body's response of like trying to protect me from something and wow like that was a huge moment to realize but yeah I remember this one day I went into Um, I said I just had to go to the washroom, but I literally just went into a grocery store to try to call one of my closest friends and just be like, I don't know what's happening. Like, I just needed to, like, talk to somebody. But, um, yeah, so that that relationship um, ended, like, basically a couple days before Christmas. And it was so wild because then just right after that I mean it's hard enough to go through a breakup right before Christmas and if anyone has gone through it like you know it's like the worst time but it just had to happen I just like I just like couldn't like bury what what I knew I was feeling in the moment um and then I went straight to Savannah Georgia (laughs) to to uh see my friend get married (laughs) so it was this wild time in my life and that was a huge pivotal transformational moment for me because I was at such a low bottom from this because like I explained the way that I learn in things in this lifetime is through love so this was a major learning opportunity growth moment for me and I had to go through it and it was to knock me back into my aligned path and to my authenticity and to really becoming this like worthy loving person to myself so I mean I was like I remember I turned off my phone the whole time I'm in Savannah for New Year's and I'm just like kind of like (laughs) oh man so many rock bottom moments after that too it was just the perfect storm of everything kind of not working in my life um and it was so difficult but also so beautiful because when you're in those rock bottom moments you really can be connected to the divine so strongly and you really find out what you came here to learn and to move forward and it can be a really beautiful transformational moment so I yes I (laughs) I went to my friend's wedding and left Savannah and I remember that I rented out my apartment because I thought I was going to be traveling with my you know ex-partner now and um I had to then move into my parents' basement and, I mean, no shame in living with your parents because I'm, you know, back with them right now. I think that there's moments where that's just where you got to go, you know? And I didn't have a job at the time. None of my 
jobs were working like basically everything was like not working out for me and I felt so low it was like three months of feeling super super low and super super down on myself and I was obsessed with every self-help book or anything to try to get me out and then finally I um got two jobs at uh different restaurants and just kind of worked my way I remember I just like worked my way back to myself and that was the only thing I knew how to do but I had to go through all of that it was definitely a pivotal moment of transformation for me to put me back on the path of okay what did I come here to learn what did I come here to do how can I serve how can I share more with the world and ironically that's where I started to ping a moon because before before that I was just hosting moon parties um, with my friends that I worked with at a pub and we were just you know going to somebody's house and doing the moon parties and it was in that time it was like uh, a friend of mine suggested that I really turn it into something um, beyond just like the having moon parties at home and I was doing that for you know a couple years before doing it with uh just in a more public way and creating a brand around it and now the podcast so this all birthed from my heartache my um moments of feeling just you know so down and it was just this creative surge that came out the beauty of rock bottoms is that you have so much more creativity you can access so much of your emotions your compassion for other people and it is really a gift and I never understood that when other people would say how hardships can be a gift for them but now I could see that oh there's so much divine goodness in those moments because it brings you back to your authentic self because when you're in the rock bottom, it brings you back to your authenticity. Because there's you can't not be you. It's like you've shed all of your layers. You're fully raw and exposed. And you have that ability to have immense compassion and just like this in, innate like uh, intuition and just like so much access to the creative muse because you're just so raw and open and real and that's because we're supposed to feel all of our emotions so that was kind of the the relationship that really set me on this path of true self-discovery and authenticity again or you know and I'm constantly doing it. I'm still in it but in that relationship it took me three years to move on from three years which I think it was just I was mourning this idea of what I thought was supposed to be and I thought I could um you know manifest it or force it to happen I didn't realize that the divine had a better more beautiful more incredible plan for me and I get really emotional talking about that (laughs) Because um, I think that's such an important thing to know because when you're 
when we want something so badly and it's not working for whatever reason, we do not know what the universe has in store for us. And it just takes patience and time to really get to that next place and to see that it's all happening for you. And I want to just like really share that point because I wish that I, I knew that in the moment, you know, I just had to feel it out. And I, and I, remember everyone saying like oh why aren't you over this already like you know and it's like listen if you gotta take as long as you need to take to um heal a broken heart or heal a part of yourself then you take that time because there is so much goodness in that time there's so much um possibility in that time you get to really sit with yourself you get to feel it all out and you get to heal you're healing in that time you're healing old wounds and you're healing old generational trauma so that time is not wasted you should never have to rush through any kind of heartbreak or emotional you know distress feel it out take the time that you need you don't need to rush anything like that reach out to people that you can find the resources find the teachers um something a book that really helped me in that time was the mastery of love and i'm going to read a couple of the quotes that i think are really beautiful um during that time i took this solo trip to a cabin where i just wanted to like have a healing romance myself weekend i like these are things i just love to do is like driving out in the middle of the woods to a cabin in a beautiful location and i was doing this by myself because i was um becoming my own divine partner and that was so essential and of course in that moment there was moments of longing there was moments of you know wanting to connect with somebody wanting to connect with that other person or the idea that I had of what you know that other person represented and I just had to like live it all but yeah so the mastery of love it's one of the things that I reached out to and it's funny when you're going through that just you if you're going through a hard time you can always just like ask the universe ask god ask the divine to bring you guides bring you a podcast that you need to listen to bring you a book and it's all going to be a culmination of things that are going to help you move you through to that next phase so the mastery of love was one of them um, on that drive to that cabin in upstate new york i listened to the whole book on audio tape and it was such a beautiful gift i gave to myself i gave myself time to feel it all um so yeah i want to read some of these really beautiful quotes from the mastery of love because i think it's so powerful and such a beautiful gift if you are someone that's seeking divine love partnership and wanting to bring that or call that into your life so if you take your happiness and put it in someone else's hands sooner or later they are going to break it if you give your happiness to someone else, they can always take it away. Then if happiness can only come from inside of you and is the result of your love, you are responsible for your happiness. Another quote. To become masters of love, we have to practice love. The art of relationship is also a whole mastery. And the only way to reach mastery is with practice. It's a beautiful one another quote is life is nothing but a dream 
And if we are artists, then we can create our life with love and our dream becomes a masterpiece of art. And that is creating, you know, creating life for yourself. So those are some really beautiful quotes. But I would recommend just reading the whole book. Um, yeah, so it, you know, it took me however long it needed to take. But a pivotal moment for me. And so this is something that, you know, and I've wanted to call in a relationship and call in love for I mean, forever. Everybody knows that um, uh, I'm just like the, the hopeless romantic lover of love. <laughs> so I, oh, there is something that was really pivotal for me at the beginning. I remember when we just found out about the pandemic and it was like, okay, wow, now we're all in lockdown. How are we going to connect with any, anybody? And at the time I was like on dating apps and all those things, but um, something that Aaron Rose, who's a really great spiritual teacher, told me because he was doing one of his lives and he could like put in questions on Instagram and he answered my question. And it was that um, if you are calling in your divine partner, then they exist like they're there. They're out there. They're they're calling. They're calling for you, too. So don't worry. They're out there looking for you, too. Um, but that you even if you're not physically with somebody with your divine partner, it doesn't mean that you're not energetically able to connect to them. And that was like, wow, okay. I can, you know, energetically connect with my divine partner before I actually connect with my divine partner. Like I never even thought of that before. And it's just this, I think this practice of embodiment and really getting into that energetic space of feeling like that partner is there with you and it's so beautiful you can do it in different ways um plan a whole evening for yourself have a date date yourself um create a whole romantic evening do things that you love when you're in that loving space loving energy it's like it radiates from you um and it just builds your own self-worth because when you're in that worthiness place that's when you can connect and call in somebody that really sees that worthiness and really matches that worthiness because we want to be have a partner we want to have somebody that can match us but we don't want to need them for our happiness or validation or anything like that so um yeah that was that happened at the beginning of the 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 pandemic I remember that that was a really cool moment and I kind of forgot about it I kind of like let it all go this year I was in this really beautiful space that I love my friends and I loved what I was creating and I had this mission and this purpose again and I was back on my aligned path and just really enjoying my life even though everything was going on in the world and then like it happens all the time life comes in <laughs> and brings you down to your knees again but this summer I and I'm not gonna share details here because it's just not my place to share it but I think it is a really important part of this story and it's that I went through a really traumatic family experience and that oh, brought me to my knees again brought me to my 
raw, authentic place again. And it was um, just a moment that allowed, it was really difficult and it was really hard, but it, it allowed me to really live in the moment and surrender. It was the gift of surrender because it was at the same time I was working on, um, it was the first time I'm doing this big costume design job, dream job for me. So excited. I felt immense responsibility and just total honor and gratitude that I was able to do this job and I was so excited it was like oh my gosh I'm I'm doing it I'm living the life that I've been trying to cultivate and you know it that came in in such a beautiful way I was so excited about it but this family thing happened at the same time that that was happening and I remember I was just like I am no I can only like I was like need to get through each moment I am focused on this job right now. This is what I'm meant to do in this moment. And I was able to do it all and um, just be able to flow with my emotions. And I think a lot of that has to do with my training of working in the hospital and being able to really be like, okay, emotions, you can set aside for a moment. (laughs) I have to do this other stuff at at the time. But yeah, it was a bringing me down to my knees moment again, um, teaching me surrender. And it was three days before I, and at this point, I would say within the last year, I really surrendered this like calling in a divine partner. I, I fully accepted my last relationship not moving forward. I knew that it wasn't the right thing for me and I accepted it I sent it love I just was so grateful for the experience that I did have I knew that it was sending me on a path and a different journey and I just was excited for whatever was to come for my future whatever that may be however that was to look so I was in that really beautiful space and I then was you know hit with this really all these emotions and and going through this hard time from something completely different something separate and it was like three days before i was we were supposed to start filming um and i was excited about my job i was working so hard because i was just so happy to have that job but I, I, it was, it was a lot. It was hard. I remember I didn't go to sleep one night and I was just sobbing and just, I was releasing all of the emotion that I was holding in. And I, um, and sometimes I pray to my grandmother who I've never met before. Um, it is my dad's mom who I've never met because she passed away when he was young and I'm named after her and I feel really connected to her. So sometimes I pray to her when it's something really important or really, you know, profound and I need guidance. So that night I was inspired and I prayed to her. And I don't even know why I did this prayer, but it was just came to me in that moment and I knew I just needed some some help. I just needed help. And I just said, 
can you please bring me my person? I just need that extra help. And then went to sleep that night and I completely forgot about it. I let it all go. I didn't think about it. I was now, you know, working on set and just like, you know, so excited about this new job and just living fully in the moment, not thinking about anything, definitely not thinking about relationships because, um, well, I'm working (laughs) pretty long hours and it's also, we're still in this pandemic. So, you know, working through the challenges of that just not thinking about it, completely surrendering. And what I didn't know at that time is it created this beautiful opening. It was a full-on opening because I prayed authentically and asked from a divine place. I was um, in a space that I felt really just magnetic because I was doing the work that I knew that I came here to do. I felt great about it. I felt good about myself. I was raw and open and compassionate because of something that just happened. And um, it was like this, you know, energetic portal that I just stumbled upon and it wasn't conscious. It just, it just was the divine moment. And then three days later um, from that time, and I obviously didn't even piece it all together until way after, but my partner that I'm with now um, just, found me and reached out to me online and and it was just just so simple at first and it was just you know conversation and um there was really at that moment no like it was just like oh a new person that's you know online that like through Instagram and we're just talking and it was something just like fun and like oh cool this like really cute person is like this really cute guy is reaching out to me out of the blue and we continued to talk and continued to talk and then you know met for the first time um shortly after or around the time that I was working and just was this beautiful flow in the relationship and you know about six or seven months later here we are I am uh at this at his family's like cabin in the woods and we've had just so much time to be with each other and connect and it feels so great and so authentic and beautiful and divine and it took me so long to get here and it it's like when you're in it when you're in that beautiful space when it when you kind of I don't even want to say arrive because we're constantly moving and growing and I think especially within this relationship it's like a day-to-day it's like you're just loving that person that day and and continuing on the journey with them but it's the the most beautiful the most um just like secure and loving relationship I've ever been in I feel great about myself I feel so in love and it truly came from everything that I just shared (laughs) but I'm just yeah it's it's so wild that it's um when you're in it and you're just 
like there's no anxiety. I don't have those like kind of anxious, nauseous feelings. I mean, of course there's moments because we're all human, so we can feel insecure at moments or all those things, but um so much of our lives are life is aligned and the things that we want to create. We're both artists. Um he's my best friend. I mean, it's just such a beautiful beautiful love story that I have that I'm in and that I'm experiencing and I'm beyond grateful for and just um yeah it's just so cool to to be in this place where for the most part and this is the one thing that I keep on reiterating in this love story is like I created a love story with myself and that love story then allowed me to connect with my divine partner and that's the most beautiful thing because when you're in that space then it's like anything can happen you know and I you can't control somebody else's you know desires what happens in the future or anything like that but you can control how you feel and how you appreciate how you're grateful for every single moment and everything that you have there's no guarantees. Uh, life is continuously moving and changing and shifting. And if we can continue on this journey as partners for as long as we can, that'll that's so beautiful and that's such a gift. Every day is such a gift when you're aligned and in such a loving, expansive place. And the more that we're together, the more that we can create together and start to um, just live in such an expansive way we can manifest together it's just such a beautiful place and it's so worth um everything that I've gone through it's so worth you know the wait I am in my mid-30s you know like I think love can come into your life at any time any doesn't matter what your age is age does not matter it's always 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 possible and I think I'm, I, you know, I'm a testament to that now. And I just wanted to share that story because I think it's just so important to be reminded that it's so possible for anybody at any time. Um, but truly the greatest love story that you have within this lifetime is the love story you have with yourself. When you can really love yourself, romance yourself, it, there's nothing better than that. Then somebody else can come along and they have their own life and you can go along this journey together and it's so much more beautiful that way you're not needing that person for validation or anything you can just enjoy that person you can be um you know in love with that person and continue on um and it's such a beautiful thing I think another great thing for that really strengthened our relationship was the fact that we had to kind of be quarantined together during this time and I've heard a lot of really beautiful love stories that happened during this time because we're not um, focused on anything kind of external and we have to be in the process of relationship with each other really day to day and you learn so much faster you grow so much faster and it's been so beautiful um he's just the best person he is just so loving and just so kind and truly sees me and just compliments me in 
in so many different ways and um yeah it's just you know it's so beautiful that the universe brought me or you know connected me with somebody out of the blue um and something better than I would have ever anticipated or um thought of for myself so yeah that's that's my love story (laughs) um what else did I want to share I think that was yeah that's pretty much everything and yeah the real work begins when you're in the relationship so how do you handle everything that comes up this is your chance to be authentic and whole and find the happiness within yourself first and that's where you get to practice all the work that you've put in for so many years all the tests all the struggles all the things that I've went through um I get to put it all to the test now while I'm in relationship like you learn more about love and you really get to like you know be in it when you're in it and it's you know, it's amazing to kind of reach for that and want that. But when you have it, it's like a whole new experience. That's when the journey really starts and you really need to um, see if you have reached that point of authenticity and, and feelings of worthiness. And that's where everything gets tested. It's the, it's the greatest, you know, expansive um, kind of, place to be where you're learning the most about yourself when you're in relationship and you can really show up as yourself and that's the most beautiful part of it and ask for what you want and be your whole divine self and hold that space for somebody else and energetically be there for them too it's really just wonderful and I just am hoping for all of you who are looking for their divine partner and I want to share some rituals that I think that could really help you in connecting with that partner if that's something that you desire and it goes back to the embodiment embodying that energetic you know love that you wish to create or wish to experience embodiment is so important divine timing is so important trusting the universe and surrendering is so important and just never giving up on yourself and never giving up on love it's always possible and yeah I'm going to end with um with a ritual that you can do during this love month especially with the new moon coming up on the 11th it's beautiful time to start the ritual can start the ritual at any time I think I've gone through so many rituals (laughs) within my lifetimes of all the different times that I've you know it's yeah it's it's beautiful to do rituals but at the same time you don't want to be grasping or trying or forcing or controlling you want to flow with what the universe is presenting you just know that there it's all going to be for you it's all aligned for you And at the right time, that partner is going to come through and you're going to feel it. You're going to know when it's, um, when it is that beautiful 
loving space that you should be in and sometimes we only have a season with certain people like I shared my uh, my second love I didn't even get into my first one because that's a whole other story <laughs> that's like young love but um, that one was very short-lived but for me it was really impactful it was very you know completely shifted my life in so many different ways um, so yeah so this ritual it it's really about this embodiment piece and finding loving ways to romance yourself and kind of date yourself because you want to know what kind of partner you can be for the other person too you want to know what kind of things you want um because like I said the real tests come through when you're actually in the relationship so prep for that like get into that energetic space like feel what it's like that what it's going to be like when you're actually with that partner energetically you can talk to them right now so um find an evening where you can kind of create a beautiful love altar bring in you know any ritual tools that you have so maybe it's some rose quartz and flowers and order yourself some flowers go to the store pick some up for yourself make a really beautiful meal get some wine get the you know a drink that you love create a playlist this is the one that I really love create a love playlist and have an evening that if you were to set up this evening for your you know divine partner your romantic partner how would you do it what would you do and do it for yourself you can still have all those experiences even if you are by yourself in this moment if you are with a partner it's also a great way to kind of um just share something new make really just make the ordinary a little bit more extraordinary by bringing in just some lovely things some candles some flowers music your favorite food like maybe it's like you make a really yummy pasta or um, whatever it is that your favorite full food is and create a romantic night for yourself. Dress up, get yourself all like done, um, whatever it is that makes you feel good and that brings those like higher vibrational loving energies to you. So you're going to want to do that and make it a date night. Like specify okay this day of the week I'm gonna have a date night I'm going on a date and I'm gonna see what it's like to be in that space with myself and you know watch your favorite romantic movies whatever it is that you want to do that night maybe it's just even going on a hike you know um and create your love altar so on that night too it's creating your love altar and within this love altar you can keep it up for yourself because you kind of want to do this over you know a moon phase to moon phase so maybe like a new moon to the new moon or a full moon to the next full moon but you're going to have some candles you're going to have your love altar and this is going to be just like your special place that every single time you go to it it's going to like remind you of that energetic divine partner that already exists out there you know and this is your place where you get to like rendezvous with them so 
have all that ready make it really beautiful make it really fun it could even be like in your bathroom if you love having ritual baths i love having ritual baths i had so many loving ritual baths <laughs> before connecting with my partner and i mean i still do because i can just do that all the time but it's so fun because you can like light some candles watch your favorite show um Right now I'm really into Bridgerton, which is perfect for this time. <laughs> and you're going to have your love candles out and put a bunch of flowers and some lavender essential oil and just make it like a super dreamy place that you're like, wow, I am just loving this. I'm having a date with myself and this is amazing. So that's something that you can do. That's where you start the ritual. Um, and you're going to then for the next month or so before you, so we're going to also kind of, well, another really fun thing to do if you want to add in more like love rituals is what is your list? Write down what you like dream of, of a partner, um, have some expanders, get some, and that's a Lacey Phillips to be magnetic term, but, um, I have a Pinterest board that I used to always go to and it was like my expander couples so I had Nikki Reed on there and Ian Summerhalter because they were both like actors environmentalists and they were just had this like you know beautiful life I had Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell um so funny because I actually met Kurt Russell during my whole like downward old spiral heartbreak moment and it was just of course of course that's when I like work with Kurt Russell one day and it, that whole story was also not good either <laughs> like I screwed up big time and that's a story for another day um Kurt Russell is amazing and he is such a gentleman and so kind and so awesome and oh him and Goldie just goals so anyways yeah have your expander couples write down like within your whole like love ritual night what it is what are you looking for like write down your like all the traits in a divine partner that you would love to have and just go for it just make it as dreamy as you possibly can and then every single night that um within the next month of this love ritual you're gonna light your candle and you're gonna think about that list and you're gonna think about your expander couples um and just have fun with it. You want to bring that kind of loving vibration in every single day. And slowly and slowly, slowly, and within divine timing, just trust the universe, surrender to the miracles and the wild ways that it might come through to you. Like, I truly never thought that I would connect with somebody during a pandemic at that moment in that whole story that I told you I had no idea and truly it's always when you don't have any idea that it's going to come through that it comes through but the universe can surprise you in so many wild beautiful ways that like let the universe surprise you you know like let it come you know let your divine partner come to you in the most magical wild way um and just have fun with it so yeah, so you're going to want to do that for a month and really what you're doing in that time is like I was saying before, you're learning how to like, you know, what you like, what, how you like to be in relationship and raising your vibration, creating space for yourself and 
being that divine partner for yourself. And I think that's the one thing that I keep stressing is you have all the love within you and you can activate it at any time. It's already in your soul and in your heart. So yeah. Um, I'm also going to have another love ritual for everybody for the in the Topanga Moon community that's going to come out on Valentine's Day. So you're going to want to watch out for that. Yeah, I hope you really love this episode um, and you're having a beautiful love month. I would love to hear from you if you have any stories, if you have any love manifesting stories or if you are calling in your divine partner. Whatever it is you want to share with me, I would love to hear from you. So you can contact me um, through my email and you'll find it on the Topanga Moon website. And if you like this episode, um, just please rate and review on iTunes because it really does help me and it helps uh, everybody find this podcast. If you have any other suggestions on other podcasts you'd like to li- like hear or any other topics that you'd like for me to discuss, let me know as well. This community is so special and amazing to me and I wanted to share my story in the hopes that it might bring you some insight and um, more loving vibes this week or whenever it is that you're listening to this podcast episode. So I I hope you have a really, really beautiful day and sending you moon blessings and all of the love vibes.